Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. The boys are back. This is Take a Sip Sports, official episode two, because we may never release episode one. We'll find out. Um, But, I mean, without further ado, Carter, how are we doing tonight, brother? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Just got got home from uh, high school baseball practice. I know uh, you probably just got off work here a couple hours ago. It's It's a good night to talk about sports. It really is. I mean, to come home after a long day of grinding and get to talk about sports with the boys is really all I could ask for. And and really, without further ado, I mean, let's get right into it. We're going to start it off today with a little bit of baseball. We're going to get into some other little sports, and then we're going to dive deep, deep, deep into the NFL scheme. Week three, excuse me, week four, absolute bombshell of a weekend week five going to be an absolute bombshell again the nfl is nfl they are king it really keeps my toes and they i mean you think about it they own they own one day of the week sunday sunday is nfl sunday and i you cannot tell me any different they own sunday i would say they own more than one day a week i would i would give i would give them thursday and monday also but yeah but but and here's the thing is now you got the London games. So really, if you're a D-Gen, you get up at 6 a.m. for that London game, you are watching football from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at night mm-hmm. Pacific. And that is just absolutely nuts. But I didn't watch the uh, – did you watch the London game? I didn't watch the London I, game. I saw like the last two minutes of it, probably when it was good. That was probably the best part of the fucking game when – uh. When when Will Lutz nailed that sixty-one yarder, but then fucking bink bink to to tie the game, yeah, double fucking posties. That was brutal. That was brutal because it looked like it was still had that forward momentum going in, and it just it screwed him really. Oh, it was it was it was a good kick. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't. And from sixty, what was it? Sixty-two? Because it was one yard longer than sixty. It was no. So I believe he hit the sixty-one before. And then the Vikings went down, scored, and then he was hitting the 60, and then it bink binked. Mm. To tie the game, to go into overtime. Yes. So that means that the Vikings somehow come out with the win. Which me, I would have loved for him to hit that because then we could potentially saw another uh, Andy Dalton, Kirk Cousins tie in London, which would have been an absolute anomaly. The first one was doing it again would have been fucking mental it would have been a show because it it really shouldn't have happened either because it's supposed to be Jameis on the field which which is crazy but Jameis is dealing with like six six broken vertebrae or some shit like that Jameis is screwed Jameis is messed up you're not eating them w's huh no 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 (laughs) he's got a fat l in that back pocket right now yep but we started off oh my bad. I did say, let's get into baseball park. What? Yes. What happened? What happened this week that may or may not be record setting? Well, the thing that happened this week, I'm sure a lot of people know, or if you're just tuning in, um, Aaron Judge hit number 62, which is the true record, which is the true Hall of Fame record that's going to be in the books. I see your face over there. I know you don't love it. But I'm sorry if Aaron Judge was on was on juice, he would have hit 85 home runs this season. It's facts. It's facts. 
He he hit number 62. He cleared Roger Maris. It's what he needed. It was a big weight off of his shoulders. And I was glad he got it done in the first A B because then like today he didn't play. So it was luckily it was a double header because we rescheduled it because the lockout to start yeah. off the season. Yeah. And uh yeah, he did it in the second game, leading off the game. Pitcher threw him a fucking slide piece right down the middle, absolute hanger. And on that third just, pitch, just fucking cranked it. Yep, Judge took it. Um, I actually saw a breakdown <laughs> today, which was funny. There was a fan trying to go for it. wasn't necessarily funny. Fan trying to go no, for the ball. No, it was funny. <laughs> he fell over the fucking No, thing. no. I think what he was trying to do, he was trying to get just down to the dugout in case it missed oh, the it railing rebound. and went in the dugout. Yes. Think about it. Think about yes, it. He that's, was, that's a big brain player right he there. Was, he was thinking beyond and above everyone else. Yes. Um. But of course, a Rangers fan had to catch it. Yeah, I mean, it it sucks that a Rangers fan had to catch it. But like, um, I mean, what can you do? Hopefully, hopefully the Rangers and Judge treat him accordingly. Like, like, uh, I think they should. Um, I know Judge is a class act, so he probably got anything he wanted. Yeah. But um, actually, has it came out yet if he gave him the ball back or not? I don't think it's out because in his presser yesterday or whenever it was two days ago, he said. That fan is entitled to the ball as much as I am. Yeah. Which is he, a class, and class he said, act. He said that for the 60 and the 61st also. Yeah. And then the record-breaking ball. Like, wow. Yeah. No, Judge Judge is strictly there this year to win a fucking World Series. He doesn't care about his uh, personal accolades, It's which is why I love the guy so much. I would hate to see him leave, but... Um, Hate to see him leave, but you know you love to watch him go. You know, as that saying goes. But uh, yeah, I mean, Aaron Judge hit number sixty-two. It's huge for the program. It's a big weight off his shoulders. I think it's huge for the Yankees that he finally got it done. So, like he said, everybody can actually just sit and uh, watch his at bats instead of standing up and recording yeah. like a bunch of fucking jack wagons. But yeah, I don't know. It's a. Uh, it was good to see. It's good to see. He's, you can go ahead. He's at the he's at the top of the history uh, history boards forever. Record will probably not be broken. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, good good for the guy because uh, a lot of people. It was a big year for Judge. Big year for Judge on yeah. a contract year. Contract year. Yeah. So, Especially for the Yankees, the Yankees needed that. But at the same time, I felt like they definitely could have come out of the season with a few more wins. Does it matter? No. But they definitely could have came out with a few more wins because you saw how hard Judge was singing that bat. I, and I, I would have liked to see a hundred wins for the boys, especially with the blazing start that we got off to. Yeah, but we fell one game short, and I mean, it would have been—I believe it would have been the third time in the past five years under Aaron Boone's reign where uh, the boys got to a hundred wins, which would which would have been nice. But you know, one game short—it's uh—it wasn't a horrible season. There was a tough. Tough couple stretches, but uh, you guys yeah. got the buy. You guys got the buy. It doesn't it doesn't matter too much. You guys are going to lose to the Astros anyway, so yeah, it doesn't really it, matter. Exactly like I said back in back in uh, episode one. Um, and I think even you guys potentially lose to Cleveland if no, Cleveland gets out. No, no. I think chance. I think I think you're sleeping no on Cleveland a little bit. Chance. No, I think you're sleeping on Cleveland. I think you're sleeping no on Savali. I think you're sleeping on Tristan McKenzie. I mean, I, I told you last week, the Guardians have the lowest strikeout percentage in the league. And that's going to be a problem. 
yeah could be a I big, mean, big problem. Um, I mean, our our record against them uh, lifetime is fifty six and twenty one in favor of the Yankees. So I'm not which gonna... which. Come on, come on, come on. That's not – you can't look at that. <laughs> you can't look at that. The Yankees have been a team forever. The Yankees have money forever. And then you have on the other side, the Guardians are just as cheap as the Orioles and every other team. Yeah, they are. Well, they're uh, – yeah, that that also is another, like, good little topic right there. Just fucking piss-poor owners not spending any fucking money. but uh, Or not having the money in the first place, Yeah, which – that being said, um, I do, before we get into playoff talks, I do want to take a little moment. Steven Vaught, Oakland A's legend. If you guys don't know the name, learn the name right now. Visalia Hat- boy. Hats off to the man. Hats off to the man. Hats off. Because listen, I, I, I was scrolling through Twitter today. I see one video. It's his kids announcing his name. Just an absolute treat. And I am... Uh, brought me almost to tears. Uh, same. And then I clicked on the post, scrolled down in the comments, expecting to see just some Dejans just talking shit. And I see on his last ever major league at bat, bomb. He hit a bomb. You can't get much better. And listen, that. listen, listen. Guess what his first major league hit was? A bomb. A bomb. Now that is fucking sick. I mean... You just... You don't get a better send-off. Nah, you can't. You re- you really can't. And if you watch that video of him jogging around the bases, he looked like the happiest kid in the entire world. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing it for 10-plus years. Two-time All-Star catcher, 10 years in the league. He played for 16, six different teams, spent most of his time with the A's. Really, just, just a Visalia dog. Visalia dog. Yeah, you, you love to see the boys coming out of the valley. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely tearing up the MLB. Um, back back to the Yankees Guardians, though. I'm sorry to cut you off there. Um, I'm pretty sure we had a nice little three-game sweep against them in the, earlier in the year. Earlier in the year. So, earlier in the year. I mean, I, I mean, I don't I don't mean to cut off uh Mr. Voigt like that, but um No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But, but if you look, if you look at how they've been playing this last three, this last, I'd say half of the season, they're hot. They split a series with Houston. They beat Tampa in their series, who I believe they play in the playoffs. I think first round they play the the Rays, don't they? Uh, do you have the picture pulled? They up? do. They do. So it's. Wild card right now, Cleveland, Tampa Bay. And this is all set in stone because baseball regular season is done as of today. Hmm. Mariners, Blue Jays, Seattle, and uh, fucking Toronto, Canada. We got San Diego and New York Mets on the other side, and then Phillies and St. Louis. Can we imagine? Can we imagine the Cardinals go all the way? Pujols. Game seven of the World Series. Bam. Bam. And then on the other side, you got Molina behind the plate in game seven. Wainwright pitching to him. They all retire at the same time. If they beat the Dodgers, I'd still have the biggest smile on my face, no doubt. 
I mean, to see Yachty, um, Wainwright, Pujols get that like last little shot uh, in the World Series would just be absolutely lovely. It would be beautiful, man. It would be beautiful. I have so much respect for Pujols. Fucking legend. Same thing for Yachty. One of the greatest to ever play catcher position. Even I mean, he was a bad batter either. But yeah, that's what we got. And then on the buys, got Houston and uh, Yankees, and then Braves, LA on the other side. I mean, what's your uh, what's your prediction for these wild card games? So let me put, let me pull up the uh, tell me tell me the first games that are happening on uh, Friday. And I'll everyone plays on Friday. We everybody, got, okay. We'll, we'll go Cleveland, Tampa Bay. Um, five game set. I'll go three two Guardians. It'll like be real. Cl- it'll be real close. Mm-hmm. It'll be mm-hmm. really close. Because mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle, Toronto. I don't think Toronto loses. I'd like to see the Mariners go because they broke the streak, but the Blue Jays don't lose that. Yeah, got- they, the the Mariners need need another year or two to marinate. They're not. They they had a good a good season this year. Glad they made the playoffs, but yeah. uh, to, Toronto just I believe has has the better. Uh, just the straight up better, uh, not necessarily pitching staff. I mean, Gosselin's nasty. Um, Jose Burrios or whatever the mm-hmm. uh, whatever his name is, he's nasty. But um, the stars that they they have, George Springer, absolute playoff experience. Bo Bichette has been playing absolutely phenomenal. He's been hitting the crap out. Of he the ball has been right hitting now. the crap out of the ball. It's double after double for this yeah. guy. I don't get it. Vladdy Junior's nice. Yep. Um, they they have they have good pieces they all around depth. the field. Um, I'll go. I'll go four one Seattle. All right, four one Toronto. My bad. Well, it'll be three one now. Yeah, you're right. Three one. Yeah, I, I I stand. I would make the same exact pick there. Three one Toronto. A game, and if there was a game five, regardless, Toronto would win it. Two two four, two four, two. One. Yeah, two two. It's going to Toronto. Yeah. Um, switch over to the other side. Phillies, Cardinals. Cardinals three one. No question. If the if the Cardinals lose, I'm going to be really really disappointed. Especially because I mean, the Phillies don't got shit. The only person that could change the series is Bryce Harper. If Bryce Harper well, I- absolutely becomes fucking him. If he becomes him, that's the thing. Like he normally is, for the most part, though. Normally he's him. Yeah, he's but not injured, he's him. And we're talking, we're talking one guy because I mean, you look at the pitching staff of the Phillies. You got Cinder shit, shit, Bailey fault shit. Nola's good. Nola, Nola, Nola has his days. Nola's nah, Nola's salt. No, Nola, Nola's solid. He's he, solid. I only say he has his days because sometimes he doesn't get the K's. And sometimes when you're betting on the K's, you need the fucking K's. Yeah, but he's a he's a nice little sinker ball changeup guy. So it's oh. it's all just he's got what a good three pitch arsenal, I'd say. Three, I four th- pitch, maybe. I think, I think he throws three pitches, maybe four. But we're taking I'm going cards three one. You? Cards three yeah. one, yeah. And then we got the Metskis and the fucking Padres. 
Uh, no question, Mets. Uh, 3-1. How how I, how are the Padres gonna get through fucking uh Scherzer and DeGrom? That's two games right there locked and, up. You can take to the bank. And when and when I'm starting to think about it really, the Padres have, have really come to a a screeching halt late in the season, which is not what they needed. They have not been playing very well. I mean, you lose you drop two games to the Sox, the White Sox. You almost sweep the Giants, whatever. But I mean, I just they're just I think Manny Machado might just show up big, bro. Yeah, he will And if Soto and that's the thing, if Soto turns it on, then it then everything changes. Our bad to Mr. Nola. He's a five pitch pitcher. Oh he is? I apologize, sir. Fastball, curveball, sinker, change up cutter. Okay. Our apologies, Mr. Nola. Okay. Sorry, Mr. Nola. Uh, we'd love to have you on the pod sometime if yeah. you want to come. Uh, we don't mean any disrespect to you. You're a great pitcher. Zero disrespect. But don't want to talk about you anymore. Sorry. Um, um, yeah, I mean, if, uh, if, if Juan Soto becomes Juan Soto in these playoffs, then it's going to be a different story. But yeah. what we have seen from him since he became a Padre, I don't like. Um, Machado's a fucking st- stud all dodgers people will hate him but he's a, he's a stud i see i don't hate the guy i don't i respect him because he's a great goddamn player he's a fantastic player. fantastic top, fantastic top two third baseman in the league easily easily without a doubt yeah but we're, that is- we're gonna see some of the best third baseman play in this series of our lifetime facts and Marte is not playing which i know is not a big deal for the mets but Marte's not playing so that means the boy, Danny Burger, is going to have some nice at-bats. Cheeseburger is getting his opportunity. Danny uh, Cheeseburgers. Is is Marte back? Uh, is it his back or is it uh, a I wrist injury? Think, a, I think I saw something. I believe you're right. I think it was um, wrist or finger, I believe. Yeah. I thought it was something light, but those are yeah. those are like those nagging injuries. That kind well, of- exactly, and and that's who I really. I mean, I don't not talking about the Braves right now, but to see um, what's his name? Their shortstop, Swanson. No, no, no. The uh, the short guy. Oh, Albies. Albies to come back from that injury, and then to fuck up your finger like that. That is brutal, man. Brutal. Obvious is a stud too. He is so good, dude. He is so 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 good. Hmm. Uh, but I mean, that's playoffs are getting started Friday. It's going to be a banger. The Dodgers are playing for two World Series. In reality, the conf- the confirmation of the 2020 Mickey Mouse season still a World Series, but we need to win two because we've had since it's, 2017 it's Mickey Mouse four. Four seasons over 104 wins, and we got world one World Series to show for it. So that's a problem. <laughs> I saw the stat, or I was listening to a stat uh, the other day. It was uh, the Yankees have like 24 or 22 or 24 100 uh, 100 win seasons. Can you guess what the two the two teams in second place are tied? Can you take a guess of how many times they've done it? 100, 100 win seasons? 100 win seasons. Two teams are tied. They're two West Coast teams. I should be the Dodgers right now. 
and West Coast. It couldn't be. Mm, is it the Giants? You're it's, you're in that vicinity. It's not the A's. No, it's not. They were tied with the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers just broke the tie this year. Yeah. Wow. And look at them now. Look at them now. Look huh? at them now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but to be honest, as much as I talk shit on the Coliseum in Oakland, that place looked on fire today. On yeah. fire for Vought. And yeah. that was that was really, really cool to see. Good send off for the guy. Yeah, it's good um, to show a good to show a good veteran like that some respect. Yeah, I mean, two-time all-star. Like, this is no, this is no scumbag. We're talking about. Nah, we're talking no. about a quality, quality player. Yeah, no slouch. And then um, another thing I had for the record books when uh, we passed the or when we uh, went through the postseason, um, Garrett Cole broke the Yankees single-season strikeout record yesterday. Even though Huge. he's a bum. Huge for the boy. He did give up too many fucking dingers, and I'm not gonna like that in the playoffs. But um, yeah, congrats to Garrett Cole for uh, being a, a an official Yankees legend. Now he broke a record, so official official Yankees legend. Agreed. Um, I just need him to stop talking shit, not backing it up. He's he's a weirdo. Um, uh, hey, no, no disrespect to Garrett Cole. Again, you can come on the pot whenever you want. But and, and think about it, most great pitchers are fucking weirdos. 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 Mm-hmm. It maybe Degrom's a bit normal. Mm. The Grom's a bit. I mean, if if we're gonna compare him to Garrett Cole and Max Scherzer, yeah, the Grom is the most normal. I mean, Kershaw, I think, is pretty normal too. He's obviously quiet. out of his prime at this point. He is quiet. He's a little different. But is he gonna be back for the playoffs? Yeah, he's back already, baby. Oh, is he? Okay. He, he pitched today. I don't. He didn't pitch uh, too too bad either. He only gave up one run. So nice, nice, nice. not bad. Um, but with that being said, another um, thing on baseball though, before we, uh, skim past it and get to other things, um, this might be a little bit too early, but I saw a topic on the internet is where is Xander Bogarts going to be spending probably the rest of his career. He's a top three shortstop statistically all over the board. Um, a good guy, I believe to have in your locker room. I'm pretty sure a lot of people like him. The Red Sox couldn't get a deal done almost in Aaron Judge-like fashion um, at the start of the year. Um, but what, where, where, do you, where do you think he's going to go? I, I believe he's an East Coast guy. I, I, he feels kind of an East Coast guy vibe from yeah. what I did. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you do have the Dodgers out West. You got the, uh, the Padres, but they don't necessarily need a shortstop when they get Tatis back because mm-hmm. they'll be – I believe it's going to be after the all-star break though um, next year. So it'll be still be a while. Um, but yeah, yeah it, I mean, there's some teams that do need, that do need shortstops and shortstops, a big, a big part of the the plan and making, uh, making a good team. But that's, that's, that's a, uh, that's a big price tag guy. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so, so official. The Red Sox are not keeping him as of right now, as of, I don't know if they're necessarily keeping him, but I think from what I heard through the Red Sox Yankees series is they're kind of they're kind of pulling a judgy with them, where they're lowballing them a little bit, see what they could do, or they could, or they he could walk and uh, hit the open market and see what he gets from there. I'm done with the disrespect for uh, MLB players' payment. 
I mean, you think about it, when people get paid, how often are they really, really falling off? I mean, you unless... don't really see. I mean, Manny got paid. Manny's still playing ridiculously well. Unless you see a catastrophic injury right now with like how the way sports work. Yeah. Typically, when people get paid, they almost become better. And with with the exception exception Exceptional. of injury. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to pay them. It goes the same thing with Judge because Judge could easily go somewhere else. I know he's a Yankees guy. I know you want him to stay, but you think about it. There's a lot of teams with a lot of money right now who could use a big hitter like that, even Bogarts. I mean, they fought for for the, uh, for the batting title all year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there's no doubt in my mind Judge takes it now, but Xander was right there in that 315, 316 batting average. And with the skill on the defensive side of the ball, it he shouldn't stay with the Sox because the Sox are not going to be a franchise for quite a few years still. They're, they, they're, they are in rebuild right now. They're in rebuild mode. And it and it's tough to see because they have I mean, not it's not necessarily tough to see as a Yankees fan. I love seeing the Red Sox suck, but they got they got good pieces. They got story. Story couldn't stay healthy this year, though. They got um Bellow's not bad. Uh Rich Hill is shit. Third baseman. Um Rafi. Oh, my, I love Rafi, bro. Rafi, my man, that's always packing a f- absolute hogs an absolute hog in his mouth at all times i absolutely love to see that that's when you know you got a good baseball player when he's packing an absolute fucking hammer every single game exactly and and i was looking at it when i first realized how much of a hog he packed and it's not just gum like these other guys do like it's obviously some red man it's straight it's straight loose leaf tobacco and he's chewing on that mother you think you think he's on the red i think he's a red man guy but oh hey we might get canceled for that it's america's best now is it it's america's best now they had to change still tastes like shit so nah you didn't like it you stop (laughs) hating on it stop (laughs) hating on it you asshole uh it's uh it's miserable but i love that uh endeavors great great player um but yeah, that being said, I think he pays a fine. Because what I was reading is if you were in the league before a certain time, I don't remember the years, mm-hmm. you were able to chew tobacco, but then they banned it. So if you do it now, you have to pay a fine. I thought it was you can't be caught putting it in. But that wouldn't make any sense because they're just going to sit there the whole time and just just make sure you put it in before you walk out of the locker room and then it's fine. Well, no, like you could go to the side of the dugout and like pack it. But like I saw like the uh, maybe like a month ago, DJ LeMay, who got yanked out of the game or given his legs some rest. He was literally sitting on the front of the bench, can of Coke, just eh, right well, in. And the TV's caught him. I think that's when you get the fine. I don't know if it's every time you because if he's if he's getting the fine every time, the Red Sox better be picking that shit up for him and facts. making him not pay for it. But how long is is has DJ been in the league? I think he's a ten year. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. There was a certain time. It's just been, I think it was 2017, maybe. Don't mark my words. That's when they banned it. So if you're in the league before that, then no repercussions at all. Really? Um, oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was in, around 2016. Yeah. So it would have been the 2016 CBA, which went in in effect on probably 2017. Yeah. 
2016 to 2017. Um, yeah. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, the Red Sox technically have it banned as well as of 2016. So, <laughs> But wow. you're obviously going to make an exception for one of the best players on your roster on a shit team. But, I mean, that's baseball. You got anything else for me? Um, nah, not, not nothing much on baseball. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good regular season. I mean, really, really, really excited for postseason. It's going to be good. It's going to be some banger games, some banger series. Um, God, they have the Rays and Guardians playing at 9 o'clock in the morning. No way. Well, that is – where are they playing? Tampa? In Tampa. Or no, at Cleveland. That's still that's still 12 o'clock Eastern, no? Or is that Central? It's Central, I think. Okay, whatever. But then they have the Phillies cards at 11.07, so only two hours after. And then Mariners, Blue Jays at 107 two hours after but then they have padres mets at 507 okay i hate with baseball does this why not just start at fucking nine nine ten nine fifteen why why do we have to make it seven or three or four like yeah i don't understand well it's probably it's really just probably to get more people into games but it's also probably have to do something with tv and shit like that i bet and yeah but you know ain't nobody gonna be at that playoff game monday uh friday if it's starting that early, you said nine o'clock, ten o'clock in Cleveland. Nine nine o'clock here. Ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. I ain't, I ain't going to that game on Friday. Uh, it would be eleven oh seven, I believe. Absolutely that, not. Yeah. Um, but that's enough baseball for me. Before we hop into the football, there was an F one race this weekend in Singapore. Singapore. It was a wet race. It was an entertaining race. And Sergio Perez came out. With the number one spot, top of the podium. Whenever, great, great race from the kid. Whenever Perez, whenever there's a difficult track with, I feel like some wetness, some some weird shit going on around the track. Perez is always the one to step up. And he's the minute. Don't forget, this is the minute the Mexican Minister of Defense we're talking about. This guy, not single handedly, but very, very assistedly, helped Max win the title last year. Yes. I don't think people respect his name enough. This guy is a great, great driver. And I think my favorite part of the entire race, it was because they went on a uh, race, got delayed. So after a certain time, they only have a certain time limit. They can run the race. I think it's Mm -hmm. three and a half hours for Singapore. The race usually lasts two and a half. It's a long race. Yeah. Um, So the race got delayed. So the race ended up ending on time rather than laps. Mm. So, few laps maybe they were racing they're gonna race another seven or eight laps and uh they pulled up sergio's uh radio message and his uh his engineer told him he said sergio we're under investigation for safety car violation because i guess sergio may have slowed down behind the safety car before all the lights were out on the safety car which is a Mm no-no you got to stay up because that's the pace setter yes you're the pace so after he said we're under investigation for safety car violation. He said, let's disappear. And Sergio took a one second gap to Leclerc to seven seconds in seven laps. And now seven seconds for most people don't want racing doesn't sound like anything, but let seven seconds on the Singapore street track is absolutely nuts. It's bonkers on a circle track. 
Well, in anything, and that's the yeah. thing too, is you have to think about these guys have already been racing for two plus hours, mm-hmm. humid, wet, and top the top, top, top. You are a hundred and ten percent focus for the entire time. If you let off, you end up like the six or seven cars that retired from the race. Mm-hmm. Seven cars out of a twenty car field. That is insane. But insane. it was an interesting race. It was podium Charles. Excuse me, Perez, Charles, and then Signs. I think. Don't quote me on that. Let me pull it up right now so I don't uh, sound stupid. Um, that was what, a good race. What happened to Ferrari? I felt like they were at the start of the season, really, uh, really well, they, doing some things, and then now they just can't get past Red Bull. And they so they threw it away, and um, like they normally do. Yeah, they threw it away at the same time. Red Bull has a really, 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 really good car. And they have debatably, you can say no, the best, the best driver in the field right now. Um, for me, without a doubt, in Max Verstappen. Um, oh, they have the best driver in the field by, by far right now. I, that, that's just my, you can disagree with me if you want. I don't really give a shit. <sighs> but yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was Perez, Leclerc, signs one, two, three. Lando and Norris four and five, but there were six retirements in that race, which is uh, Lando. Uh, listen, listen, the Lando four. Lando's nice. Daniel is done. That that McLaren car is kind of shit. Though. It is terrible, and the only reason they were really up there was because of their retirements. They pitted correctly, um, and were and it's a vi- really 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 hard track to pass on. Mm-hmm. I mean Max. Max finished seventh, started eighth, finished seventh. Started eighth? Did he take penalties? No. So qualifying, Q3, he was on his hot lap. Mm-hmm. They told him abort, abort. They didn't have enough fuel on board to be able to take a sample because you have to have enough fuel for a sample after yes. qualifying. So they aborted it. He ended up starting eighth, which doesn't really affect him that much because he, there's it's – He's already really running away with it, right? It's I think it's impossible for him to lose the title now. Um, he also did a two-stop. Everyone else did a one-stop. Um, but yeah, Ferrari, they started screwing up at first with the pits. They should have definitely pulled a bigger lead in the front. They're, the Ferrari team is in shambles right now. Um, we'll see how they get on next year. but Good, good car, but... Uh figure out the whole team situation yeah and now uh, you start to really see that how how strong red bull is and how strong max is like when you mm. can pull a gap like sergio did in the in the wet it, it's really it's it's really were really they on wet tires or enters they never went on full wets it was enters oh, the whole time and they might have gone i don't remember 100 percent. i believe they went on slicks at the very end mm. um but yeah, that's it. We got Japan coming up next um, this weekend. Sweet, sweet. Japanese Sick. GP is badass. Not the best passing track. It won't be the most entertaining race, but it'll be really, really exciting. Um, but yeah, that's it's uh, F one for this week. I think let's get into what the people want to hear about. Yep, the people are here. The people are here for week four NFL. I know for me, 
Well, um, it's it's week five, but we're gonna recap week. Four. Well, we got yes, we're yeah. we're coming up to week five. We're gonna do a little recap on week four for everybody who missed it. Um, I was in shambles all day Sunday. You probably were doing a little bit better than me. Um, it was a messy, messy, messy Sunday. Uh, my well, uh, messy Thursday. Let me not forget the Thursday night game. Yeah, well, we that's where we could start. I think we start Thursday night. We had the Dolphins at Bengals in Cincy with a extremely, extremely, extremely scary injury. I literally thought we saw a death on the football field. I'll be honest. At first, when they were zooming in on just his hands, I said, it's got to just be a finger injury. But then he kept throwing up. Mm, he kept his hands up in front of his face. Yeah. And then that's when I started to get a little worried. I said, oh, that's not good. Not good. That is not good. So yeah, he uh, he went out right before the start of this, right at the end of the first half, um, with a potent, I'd say concussion for sure. Um, uh, he he has CTE for sure. Well, so and here's the thing: is the week before he had gotten hurt, stumbled off the field, and I can agree with the team in saying that was potentially a back injury, because when you stumble like that, you lose. When when you're tackled like that, and you lose nerve connection, it takes you. It's like your. It's like when your feet fall asleep sitting on the toilet. Your legs fall asleep. Um, I don't no, know. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, I don't know. Listen, 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 listen. Am I saying it 100 was not some kind of head injury? No, it potentially could have been, but I'm leaning towards back injury. The previous Sunday, against the Bills. Against the Bills. Went through concussion protocol, which was an absolute mess. The NFLPA has now fired the medical professional who looked at him and not even necessarily for improper diagnosis. diagnosis just... But it was it was because of the way I guess the doctor handled the whole the whole process. Um, which worries me a little bit. My um Micah Daniels, I don't think he's really at fault too much here because it's really not in his hands i personally if i was a coach i'm not playing him though i'm not playing him then actually i wouldn't play him either but when the medical professionals are telling you yeah he could go and two is like yeah i could go as a true football player yeah he's just gonna be like yeah well let's go let's see exactly which which is a pain um yeah so two two is out now this coming week still in concussion protocol and then after that the NFL did change concussion protocol, their entire concussion protocol. So now it's anyone that's showing gross motor instability is removed from the game, which I stand with. I'm done with seeing the CTE. Uh, you know what I'm really done with is the late hits. I, why do we have to late hit? Why? why? If you well, already are seeing the guy go to the ground, I know you're already headed that way, but we can make a little, little, uh, little move to the outside. Maybe miss the guy, or maybe just not go in head first like everyone does. I I I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have like necessarily personal experiences. I don't on, either. On I don't either. Hit like that or anything. But I feel like as a three hundred pound man, it's pretty hard to change. I mean, I get they are elite athletes and everything, but like as a two hundred fifty three hundred pound man, it's and you're just reamed in on let's kill the quarterback. Like not actually kill the quarterback, but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. And that's the easiest way to win a game. Clearly, the uh, just get just get the starting quarterback out of the fucking game, and then let the backup just fuck it up after that. That's what. 
and and that's Teddy B didn't. I mean, for Teddy B play. not playing, he didn't play bad. Fourteen no. for twenty three, one hundred ninety three yards, one tud, one any. Yeah, that's I mean, not half bad coming off the bench, not playing a game this year. It's not bad, but, but I also credit that to Hill and Waddle. Some of the two of the, two of the better wide receivers in the league. Well, Waddle didn't give me shit for fantasy this week. Me neither. But that was most likely being exposed by Eli Apple, Jesse Bates, Mike Hilton, and Von Bell, which they're not all Eli bad. Apple. They're not all, all a package. Eli Apple is the worst cornerback in the league. In I'll the stand league. by that forever. Yeah. I don't know why he still plays the game. It, it don't make any sense. Um, he really like is. Move, move positions. Go play safety so you don't have to fucking guard anybody, dude. Exactly. Anything. Just 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 go because you can't do it. You can't get a hand on the ball. You can't catch the ball. You can't even mark. I mean, I know Hill's ridiculously fast, but we got to be better. Got to yeah. be better. Um, Joe Burrow finally, finally turned it up. He did a little, he did a little some. 20 for 31, 287. Two tuds, no innies. And this was the most surprising stat for me. One sack. Only one sack on the boy. Now, he did have quite a few pressures, but for that Bengals O-line to potentially finally have it figured out is a big step, especially to go 0-2. They went 0-2 to start the season, didn't they? Yeah, because they lost to the Cowboys in Week 2 and then uh, Steelers Week 1. Yeah. So I mean and 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 with with Joe B throwing four picks, I think it was to now throwing no picks. Um T. Higgins yeah. went absolutely off. T. Higgins actually had a slight ankle injury, came back, seven catches, 125 yards, one tud. He also completed a pass for 23 yards. Yes. Um, T. Higgins is, is a animal. monster. Yeah, and, and really my, my big topic about that Bengals game. Is is the depth that they really have at the wideout right now? Mm-hmm. Chase was double marked that entire game, and to have T Higgs come out and T Higgs is always in T Higgs always kept in in the dark. But Boyd isn't no slouch either. Exactly, and, and I was going to mention him next. Like that's what I'm saying is like they have some depth there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see where the Bengals go this coming week. Um, but it's it's really it's yet to be seen because you can't. It's a little bit of a overreaction Wednesday now. Um, a little overreaction Wednesday, yeah. But yeah, before we get into the rest of the slate, I'm gonna go over some Week Four injuries real quick because uh, there's there's some big ones. So you fantasy owners, listen up real closely here. As many as you know, Javante Williams done year LCL posterior lateral corner. And potential ACL tear. So that's multiple ligament. It's, I mean, he might not even come back 2023. It's, it's going to be a tough push. I'd say no. And that's the sad thing for me. It's a 64% chance to come back with a single ligament tear. It is a 30% chance to come back after multi-ligament. I'm just going to tell him now, please just hang up the boots. Let's be done. You, you went out well, but if you come back and we're going to just – it's just so hard to come back from that. It's so Especially hard. as a running back when you're so explosive, you 
it, it takes almost like, as we're seeing with the Saquon Barkley, like it takes almost a full year to get your grips back under you and exactly you really to become that dude, but you're still never going to have that straight line like you had before, or even like the, the side to side cuts, but and and that's the thing that makes me sad is he'll never be he'll never be Javon. I mean he'll always be Javante Williams, but he's not going to be the Javante Williams we saw last season in the mm-hmm. beginning of this season, which beginning. is sad. Yep. Um, Jonathan Taylor is out Thursday night, guys. Take him out of your lineup now, now, now. I know Carter already did high ankle sprain. I don't want to say it. Maybe three to five weeks, three I was to gonna, six weeks. I don't want to say, say it. Low end two weeks for I sure. I don't want to say it. We do have some depth there with Naeem Hines and Phil Plinzi, but take him out. He's done right now. He's done for a few weeks. Obviously, Tua's out. Um, also, potential high ankle sprain for him, which is unfortunate. Um, Jamison Crowder. I thought at first it was maybe just a high ankle sprain. Broken ankle, IR, done for the season. Isaiah McKenzie, concussion protocol. And then there was a, a, a big lit. I mean, Cameron Bright concussion, Brian Horrier, Shaq Leonard concussion and broken nose. His season you, debut yes. by our own fucking player, man. I saw by that he broke player, his dude. nose like... Oh my God! Watching that, I I almost turned the TV off. I'm not gonna lie. I was done. I was done. I was done. Um, Isaiah McKenzie and then Tua all on concussion protocol right now. And then Cordell Patterson. He'd hurt his knee pregame. Came in, played the first half, but he is going on IR for a minimum of four weeks, which is a big, big hit for that Falcons team being. At, the Falcons, right, listen, listen, listen. The Falcons are not a team to slouch on this year. No, I really thought they were going to be hot garbage too. I did too. But, and still, I ain't vouching for Marcus Mariota. I'm not either, but. But they're really, they they could very easily be three and one right now. Mm-hmm. Very easily. Um, but that's really all I got for on the uh, injury side. A lot of teams are hurting right now. A lot uh, of teams. Yeah, I went through like the earlier, I went through like the whole list and like I was scrolling. I'm like, dude, I'm seeing like almost 15 to 25 guys on yep. every single team. Yep. That's just fucking. And like, and they had like each team had like three to five names that were like big names, like key contributors to the fucking squad. So, I mean, football is a game of injuries. You got to, you got to somehow stay healthy or just power through the injury and then try to play the best you can. But, yeah, without getting re-injured too, which is uh, I think the worst part about it. You can't just come back. And, and I mean, that being said, I, I say we just hop right into the Cowboys Commanders game, talking about Dak. Dak's timeline, I think, is two to three weeks now. What do you? What do you, are are they going to bring Dak straight back in place of Cooper? Or are they just going to let Cooper ride it out for a few more weeks, let Dak heal fully, fully, and then get back into it? Because Coop's four and zero. Well, that's exactly what I do. You touched on it a little bit. I would let, I would let Coop ride, let Coop eat, trust in the ginger process, and just when Dak's fully fucking healthy, then you bring him back, because the drop off between Dak and Cooper is like, just, it, it, it's right there. It's not like fucking uh, Justin Herbert to fucking Chase Daniels or fucking uh, yeah. Matt Stafford to I don't even know who the fuck Kenny Pickens or some shit. 
yeah, like it's just it's not that big of a drop off. The boys are actually playing like fairly well. Our defense is a probably a top five defense in the league, honestly. Against um, against against the commanders. I'm saying even the previous weeks before. I, I don't I don't disagree. What are you saying? Top five? Yeah. Mm, you got the Niners, mm, Denver. Mm, you know what ESPN ranked the Colts at? Dead last. 26. Jesus, that's basically dead last. But listen, listen. There's, we let, gave up 21 points in the first quarter and shut them out in the second. Explain to me why that happens. Explain to me why Derrick Henry, the train, who usually takes off a while to get usually takes a while to get off from the station. It's usually that second half when he really turns it on. He was was butt, going ham in the first half. He was butt raping you guys in the first but half. But forget that. We'll come we'll get back to that later. The Cowboys three and one beat the commanders up pretty bad. Coop. Yeah, uh this this site has oh it's called Sports Not. I don't even know if this is a good site, but they have him ranked four. Khalifa Kush is that guy, bro. Um, but yeah, I mean, that guy, Cooper Cush is that guy. Cooper, Cooper Cush is really fucking good. Um, and the, the, uh, I saw that Noah Brown did get hurt, which I do not like, um, because I thought he, he was a big target for Cooper rush. You know, those, uh, typically when you have those practice squad guys, like come up and play with the backup, typically they have the best connection, but CD finally fucking, Went crazy against the Commanders again. It's the it's the Commanders. They're they're battling for that one overall pick. One, year. just looking at the receiving for this last game, they don't. The Cowboys don't have depth. They don't have depth with the wide receiver. You got CD, Noah Brown, and Zeke. Gallup two for twenty two catches, twenty four yards. He did have a ton, I think. Right? He had a ton. Yeah. And then Tony Pollard and Dalton Schultz. Like, I don't know really what what they're going to be able to do with that, especially when you have Zeke going 19 carries for 49 yards. Like, what are we doing? Well, we did get, uh, for circling back to the wide receivers for the Cowboys, we did get Deontay Johnson from the Steelers this past offseason, and he did break his foot in the first week of training camp. So I don't know his timeline because that's probably a good two-month, two- to three-month process right there. I've never broken a bone, knock on wood. But – it's probably not easy, especially for an explosive wide receiver like he is. But I think once we get him back, um, the wide receiver core will be better. It was a tough loss to um, lose Amari Cooper, but we needed to get him off the books. We were just paying him too much. Yeah, We pay, we pay Zeke too much. He needs to get off the books too. I mean, and um, it's America's richest team. So you guys really – I mean, let's think about yeah, it. Yeah, but it's the tough. Cowboys got to be better. It's tough in the NFL when you have – when you do have a salary cap. And the salary cap is only going up because NFL is king. But – well, and it's tough when the Cowboys are just complete hot shit. Yeah, we're not hot shit right now, though. Hmm. Hmm. Better than the Colts. So. No. Well, uh, don't don't uh, want to talk about that shit yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, wh- what do you got next? Um. I mean, I. Uh, Eagles. Jags. Eagles. Jags. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah. Eagles. Yeah. Jags. Jags come out first half to an absolute. Rumbling start. Balls a blazing. Balls a blazing. 14 0 start. Mm-hmm. I was getting worried. I was getting worried. I I, I said Ethan's gotta be in shambles right now. This team is 
done. Fraud team starting three and zero, and then they come out in the second quarter and put up twenty, and then they go on to win the game. The Eagles might be that team. I I don't see them as a as a necessary uh, Super Bowl. Not yet, not yet per se. But when you have as good of as, as when you, you are beating the shit out of people in the tre- trenches on both the defensive line and offensive line. Your team's gonna be fucking good, and they got Darius Slay on the Ex- on the corner. Dog, dog. They got AJ Brown, fucking Deontay dog. Smith, fucking Miles uh, Sanders, Miles Sanders. Dog. Like they have a boatload of dogs. I hate to say it out of the fucking coming out of that in, uh, NFC East uh, bracket, but uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you could you could probably mark it in for them winning the uh, winning that division right now. Yeah, that's uh that's done and dusted. I I'm not ever I'm not gonna figure it about the Jags this season though. Two and no, two. You, you put up a fight. You can't sleep on the Jags right now. They are they're actually playing pretty good. Trevor Lawrence is is playing pretty good. Doug Peterson got something yeah. working over there. It's better than Fraudmeyer. Well, and he got a great reception going back to Eagle Stadium too. That was cool to see. Yeah, that was cool to see because Russell got absolutely booed when he went back to Seattle. Yeah, so. Russell Russell's a bum anyway. So mm-hmm. Russell did give Russell did give the Raiders their first win of the season. How about that? How about that? How about them Raiders fans? How about them Raiders? I know. Uh, I was. Uh, I was actually watching uh, the game with uh, Tony, Tony, Tony with Tony yeah. up in Fresno, and he was. Uh, I mean, he hate to call him out, but he's not the biggest uh, football guy. Cause I know he's probably going to be watching this, not the biggest football guy oh. or, but he is a, he is a Raiders fan and he, he did uh, kind of lock it in for the, uh, for the fourth quarter. But um, the so, first three were kind of tough to watch with him. Yeah. So what, when you're saying not a football guy, are we, are we, are we talking about how, how we're, how just we're divulging pat- into the game? Just, yes. Like, like when I'm watching a fucking Cowboys game, fuck my phone. I'm gonna lock the fuck in. I'm fucking screaming. I'm yelling at yeah. every fucking thing. Like if I'm not, if I'm especially if I'm by myself. Even if I'm with people, get a couple fucking cervezas in this body. Yeah, locked in. Yeah, I'm locked. So what? What was going on with Tony? This during commercial breaks or during? Oh no, no, during the fucking whoa, game. Whoa, like I'm whoa. sitting there watching the game. He's he's scrolling on TikTok and shit. And I'm like, and I'm like, Tony, big play. I'm like, Tony, big play. See, and that's where I lose it. Now, if you're going, send a quick text back to the babe, Mm -hmm. whatever. Got to do what you got to do. Send a quick snap, whatever. Yeah. Post on the be real real quick, whatever. But if you're going to, if you're going to go in the middle of a game and scroll through TikTok, politely, I am watching the game with you. Yeah, politely, get the fuck out of the room. Exactly. I don't even care for the Raiders either. I didn't even care to watch the fucking game well, at all. But it takes but away like, from your viewing experience yes, when you have someone does. and you're hearing the fucking TikTok songs going off in the background. Like, what's going on? Yep, yep. But yeah, so Raiders come out one and three, got the dub. The Broncos are complete dog water. They have a fantastic defense, but Russell is a yeah. shell of himself, and that is to put it nicely i mean if they didn't have if they didn't have jerry judy and and sutton on the team like that team is even more in shambles yeah um the raiders i think potentially this is a uh, stepping stone for them to turn around that season especially especially because they did not go away from the run 
The last game That's... they lost, they went away from the run. This game, Josh Jacobs, 28 carries, 144 yards and two tuds mm-hmm. with a 43-yard run. This is what you need to see from the Raiders. I know you have Dak. I know you have Devontae. Derek. Derek, I'm sorry. Derek, <laughs> I know you have Devontae. I know we got Waller. But you just got to be better. You got Max but Crosby Derek, on the other side. If Derek doesn't have it that fucking game, then run the fucking rock, baby. True, exactly. And just keep running it. Because it's not like they're going to – they're not going to be able to change anything. Yeah. They're not going to be able to change anything. They're not going to be able to do anything. So – the Raiders um, probably going to still end the season under 500. Screw the Raiders. They suck. They're coming in uh, third um, place in that division. For sure. Packers, Patriots. Exciting Ooh. game. Exciting game. Brian Hoyer. It wasn't Hoyer. Injured. Yep. Bailey Zappi coming in. The Bailey, Zappi train. The Bailey Zappi. Absolutely rolling in Lambeau. 10 for 15, 99 yards a tud. I mean, they lost, but I mean, it, I mean it OT though. So it's, it's Bill Belichick, su- exactly. Super Bowl winning or Super Bowl wow. contending team in the green. Game. Let's say playoff contending. I don't think they have a chance making it out of the championship. Well, I mean, you got, they got Aaron Rodgers, so you can't ever count the guy out. But uh, it is true. I, but yeah, so I'm looking at Tampa Bay right now. Tampa Bay's got Tom Brady. Can't ever count Tom Brady out. But Tom Brady might end up hooking up with Kim K if this thing with Giselle doesn't end up working out. So, yeah. what's going on over there in Florida, Tom? What's going on, Tom? Hmm. It it's it's tough to see a marriage absolutely crumble from a dude that's one of the greatest football players of all time. And like, yeah. and and the marriage failed because football. And it's tough because like the the man lives and breathes football. He can't do anything else without fucking football. So like, it's tough to see a wife like give no budge or a woman to give no budge on that. But yeah, uh, but at the same time, I can also feel for a little bit. You got Tom coming back after twenty twenty two season, babe. I'm done. I'm going to be back at the house. I'm going to be spending time with the kids. I'll get this kiss my son on the lips a few more times every day. <laughs> and then we'll move on. But, and then to turn around and rub her face in the dirt. Brutal. Fucker though, bro. You're I the know, goat. no, facts, facts, You're facts, facts. Fucker. I agree, I agree. Forget about the woman. Tom, maybe pre, I don't think he could have, I, I don't think the nose job needed to happen. That's the thing. I think the problem is for Tom right now, he's not getting enough air in. He's not being able to think clearly here. And he does. And that's why the nostrils. That's why the tablets keep getting slammed. Him and Ken ruined it for everyone else. Mm. But the Packers, the Packers are gonna be the Packers. The Packers are three and one. Aaron Jones had a nice game. Aaron Rodgers. Not the greatest game, but not bad. I mean, you're working with Lazard. Um, Dobbs, Cobb. It's really not a bad fucking wideout set. It's not horrible, but it's not a top tier one like he's been used to with Devontae and a couple of the other boys that they've had running around for his tenure. Exactly. And not the worst defense, but obviously bad enough to get a, give up a touchdown to uh, Bailey Zappi. So that's a bit of a problem on the Packers side. Um, and then let's see Chiefs, Bucks. What did you think of that game, Chiefs Bucks? Um, 
I mean, the Chiefs are back. The Chiefs are back. Patrick Mahomes is him. Dude. Uh, that little spin, that little spin play, and then he just like, eh, to fucking CEH. But uh, fuck, fuck so the Chiefs. Dis- so disgusting. This fuck. guy this guy is so disgustingly yeah. good at the game. He's filthy. He, he's absolutely mental at the game. And, and uh, for the people that hate on Patrick Mahomes, I get his brother's a little bit of uh, of a TikTok <laughs> guy, a little bit of a, you know, wishy-washy uh, character. But uh, even his wife, don't really like his wife either. But, no, uh, no. The, the fact that he's able to block out all that talk and just ball, impressive. Hats off. And ball at, at, at a level that is that has rarely been seen for a long, mm-hmm. long time. I mean, when I saw that play, when he spun off that tackle, slid over on another one, and just fucking, mm-hmm. I just, I sat there and laughed. It's disgusting how good this guy is. It, it, it makes me sick. It makes me sick. Chiefs come out with a win, 41-31. Um, and then the Monday night game. It, it was it was set in stone before it even happened. I was in the building. Carter was in the building. How was how was the experience from all the way up at the tippity tippity top? Honestly, even though we were at the tippity top, you actually got a great view of the game because you're almost where like the coaches sit, but like you're equal with them. Okay, so, like, you get to see the entire top side of everything, and like. Like when Ufunga got that pick six, you could see it developing him running over here to go get this guy. Matt Stafford fucks it up. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a it was an electric game. I mean, it probably wouldn't have been as electric if the Niners didn't shove their f- huge cock up their ass. Yeah. But, um, yeah, electric game. That was the first game I've been to because I've only been to 49ers games, but the last 49er game I went to was in candlestick. So like to get that experience of going to Levi's was pretty cool. We did a little tailgate before it was a, it was a vibe. It was, it was sick. Does it get a little nervy going up that high? You got the, Oh, kind of, you could slow pretty bad, right? You could so easily fall off that motherfucker. If I had maybe about four more cervezas in me Ooh. at that game, might've been I, a problem. I, I would have tripped. For sure, a hundred percent. And that's not a good. That is not a good look. Because if you're, if you're walking the wrong way on accident, because you know you're a couple surveys deep, it might be, it might be the end for you. I have, I have a size twelve foot, so my foot, like the, probably a good inch was hanging over the little like steps, the cement steps, steps that you have to get up and down on, and like I could have easily fallen off that motherfucker, but. Hey, you but know, think about think about if you did fall, you get paid, bro. You'd I would get, get paid. paid. I'd be dead. No, no. Listen, there. George Kittle would be down there. <laughs> you just on their way down. George, 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 yeah. and he's just standing down there. He's gonna catch you. Re-injure his groin, and the 49ers fans are in shambles yet again. And let's not skim over that absolute killing of a hit bobby wagner had on that uh on that protester on the field oh yeah that was great to see i love i love seeing the protesters get hit man probably the greatest tackle i saw in the entire game bobby wagner absolutely lowered his fucking head speared him straight the fucking noggin knocked that motherfucker over it was great to see yeah and he got the assist too 
Yeah, with the assist he, number he, fifty. He, he might have. He might have just got half a sack there because mm-hmm. I think it was a half. You could, too. Yeah, you could split it up between fifty and forty-five right there on the stats for half half sack for both of them. But uh, I would have loved to see a broken bone. Yeah, it would have been great. Did you see that dude suing Bobby Wagner? Yeah, pussy. Pussy. But I mean, you can, you kind of like it's kind of it has to be in the back of your mind if you're gonna run on the field though, especially run on the field towards the. Either either team sideline. Either sideline, exactly. They don't like, want you on the field. Yeah. Where are you going to go? Especially when they're all hopped up on fucking adrenaline. Adrenaline. Testosterone. Well, and especially like, that Bobby Wagner's already pissed. They're yeah, down. They they're losing. They're getting clapped. Bobby clapped. Wagner just wants to hit somebody. Mm-hmm. And, and he got to. And that poor skinny white guy got hit. <laughs> and another poor skinny guy, Jalen Ramsey, got absolutely manhandled. Her. Wow. Throw him in the deep fryer because he got cooked. Debo is that guy. Debo is that guy. Debo's really fucking good. Super fucking good. Super gremlin himself. Um, but with that being said, before we head into week five, um I have my week four picks from last week. I want to do a little recap on that. Yes, but there's there's one last thing we need to address, I believe. I didn't want to bring it up, but I think I have to um Really have to recap what went on on Sunday here for uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I thought we were just gonna breeze right over that and move on. Absolutely into, not. Move on into Week Five, but absolutely not because this needs to be addressed right here, right now. The Colts are in shambles. <laughs> Jelani Woods catches the only or two of the touchdowns we had last week. And he played 13 snaps this week. Jesus Christ. 13. Now, granted, Mo Ali Cox did have himself quite a game. Six catches, 85 yards, two tuds. Great. He's also a bit of an animal. But when you have a man that was a weapon for you, six, seven, animal, mm. you're just going to waste him away on the pinch? It was a mess. We scored three points in the first half. Excuse me, 10 points in the first half, which is in shambles. We were down 24-0. Um, something I, I don't really want to see again. We did get a full shutout in the second half, which was good to see, especially because Shaq Lynn did go out in the first half. But I think to his own teammate. To his to Zaire Franklin, which what is really, really sad. But the big, big, big storyline, Matt Ryan. Nine fumbles, four games. I was going to say, did he have another couple fumbles this week? How about try two? Try two. With one of the highest paid O-lines in the entire league, we cannot protect a veteran quarterback. Are we serious? And, I mean, you look at the you look at the, the, the back side of the ball, Jonathan Taylor, 20 carries, 42 yards, two-yard rush average. He's an explosive back, but here's the thing. You can't expect him to create something out of nothing every single run. Yeah, he can. He's just going to he's gonna be an absolute shell of himself in about three years if that happens. Uh, he's already out. Yeah. Look, hmm. we don't protect the guys. They're going to go out. And we pay the guys who are not even protecting the guys, and that's what I don't understand. If we want to win games, fix the O-line, fix it now, or else, it, the, the, I mean, the season's washed. And it happens every year. I get I get hyped up about the team, 
everyone's saying, oh, yeah, Colts, Colts, Colts this, Colts that. Colts should be in the playoffs. Everybody was sucking off the Colts. And let me tell you, it is so hard to continue watching a team after you hope for them year after year after year. And this year, finally, finally we have the team. But no. No. Can't put it together. The Colts are in shambles. We play Denver Thursday night. In That's Denver. a dub. It's, uh, take the under. I'm nuking the under. It's going to be an extremely low-scoring game. Um, just because Den- uh, Denver off the defense is great. Andy defense was great in the second half of that game. Let's see if they can actually do something in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be Naheem Hines running the backfield for us. So that's going to be uh, a little bit of a different scene for that Broncos defense. Now, to finish off the week four recap. Yes. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my picks. Not doing, I actually was on a little bit of a heater this week for, uh, for these picks, not on uh, the actual prize picks. But we started off with the Dolphins, thought they were going to cover the spread, thought Tua was going to stay in. Did not happen. They <clears throat> lost by more than four. Devastating. Devastating. In the Bills and Ravens game, great game. We didn't touch on that one, but a fantastic game. Yes, had, that, and that was a mistake to not touch on. I apologize. We'll get on the next one. That was a great game. Great game. I had the Bills money line. W there. I also, Chase was not with me on the under at 50, uh, 51 and a half. Dub. Under hits. Then, next play, we had the Cardinals-Panthers. I didn't understand this line. I thought it was a hook. But I rode with it. We had the Panthers favored at one and a half. And I said, fuck that. We're taking the play. I think we both took the Cardinals on that game. I'm pretty sure we did. I think we did because I'm pretty sure we there did. is no way Carolina goes and beats Arizona. No chance. It was in it was in Carolina, though. And so Carolina's kinda, beat them yeah. before. Yes. But still, there's still. no way. It's not a double XP weekend. I had it was not, and he's <laughs> and he's undefeated in a double in, in a non double XP weekend. So I had the Cardinals to cover the spread at one and a half, and the money line at one hundred five. Take that to the bank and fucking cash it. Also, I had the Raiders versus Broncos at under forty five and a half. Did not fucking happen. Scratch that one. L. But I did have. The Rams versus the Niners. And I did have the Niners to cover the spread, baby. And I watched it with my eyes, my own eyes. And another little sneaky play I had in there was the under at 42. It's a low number. I rode with it. And that ripped. The Niners defense would shut down the Rams. And what the fuck happened? The Niners defense shut down the fucking Rams. And that's another hit. Went five and two this week, ten and five overall so far. So not doing too bad, not doing too great. California. Oh, whoa, whoa. I think we're doing absolutely phenomenal. Well you're ten it, and five. You're ten and five. That's pretty phenomenal I'm for the first five. for the first what three weeks of the season? Uh two weeks, two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. For uh for uh we started week three, week three, week four. So, I mean, if California would allow me to bet on this shit, then I would actually be making some fucking money. But, no, I got to bet with stupid fucking prize picks, and they just take all my money. So, that that's another discussion. I'm about. getting on Bavada, bro. Yep. Bavada, gotta get the Bavada I'm train. Start. 
gonna have to start betting these money lines and spreads. I got that shit on lock. Yeah, but it's just better. Yeah, it's it's just a lot better. And uh, before we get into this week five recap, Chase, do we want to do a little bit of buy and sell right here? I think we should get in a little buy and sell section. Mm-hmm. As you guys know, I don't know if you got this far in the episode last week. This is our little buy and sell. We're gonna each of us pick one thing, anything in the world, anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Gonna buy or sell it. We like it. We don't like it. Carter, what do you got for me? So I'm going back to back sell this week. Back to back sells. And I don't think it's gonna be as hot of, as a topic as my coffee one from last week because I got a little bit of hate from that. I'm not gonna lie. I got a little bit of hate from the coffee take. I'm still, I'm still feeling the repercussions. But I, I again, not a coffee guy. But. That was last week. We're moving on to this week. My sell of the week is when movies show the best part of the movie in the trailer. What movie? What movie? It don't fucking matter. It don't Any matter. fucking movie. Show me the worst parts of the fucking movie in the goddamn trailer, dude. If it's a, it, if it has a good actors, a good title and a good director, I'm still going to fucking watch it regardless. I don't even watch movie trailers anyways, but still like when I, when I'm watching NFL and they show me this fucking random ass movie and it looks fantastic on the fucking trailer. And then I go and spend my two to three hours in the movie theater, which is also going to run me like 50 fucking dollars with the price. You're not, yeah, you're not just buying the ticket. You're going to go back. You're going to hit the bar because most movie theaters got the bar now. And I'm getting popcorn. I'm getting the slushy. Maybe I'm getting some candy. Like you could just start adding it up there. Yep. Um, and then it's an absolute waste of my fucking time. Like I could have just been getting shit faced drunks with drunk with my friends at a restaurant the, or something for the same well, fucking price. Or or on the couch. Yes. And that's and that's where I'm losing you a little bit on the movie trailer thing. Cause you're, I can't tell you the last time I've seen a movie trailer. Cause you know what happens? Sunday comes around, I'm watching the Colts game. What happens when the Colts go to commercial? Red zone. See, I, I see zero I, commercials going on there. I'm an app. I'm an avid YouTube user, and I'm not gonna pay for YouTube Premium or Plus or whatever the fuck they want to call it. So I just eat up those ads at the start of the video, middle of the video, whatever. They kind of they they get me targeted. Well, on well, on the regular YouTube video, I can understand that. But how often are you really seeing? How often for me, the YouTube videos don't the ads don't really process right here. I kind of just see it glaze over it. Oh no, I I if it's a good ad, they lock me in. I'm not gonna lie. Really? I might I might watch the whole fucking ad unless it's like you know three minutes. But if it's yeah. a if it's a thirty second one, like okay, like that's where that's where I typically will maybe lock in a little okay. bit before the YouTube starts. But yeah, um. Myself for this week is uh, when movies show you the best parts of the movie in the trailer. I can get alongside that, but how else are you going to get the people in in the theater to watch the movie if you don't show something nice? Fucking spend some more money on a good fucking set of actors and a good director. Okay. Okay. Um, I bought last week. I bought prize picks last week, I think. Yeah, you did. And I'm going to go the same thing as you on the other side. I'm buying. You know what I'm buying? What are we buying? 
Long drinks or just Take alcohol? Take the long drinks and buy them. Nuke these things, baby. I've heard a few complaints about some people saying that they stink. I I have he- heard the same, too, when I have brought them up to the boys. But do they stink when you're not sipping them? Absolutely no. not. No, they don't stink so that's, at all in general, actually. That's what I'm saying. It's like I don't know what people got against the long drink. I don't think it smells bad. Here's the thing. You're drinking gin and juice. This is just about the classiest quote-unquote seltzer that you will get from the supermarket. Literally. The, For, my one little gripe about this drink, though, she's on the fair bit expensive side. And that's a, that's why I said classy. So that's what for me. Well, gin and juice is a class, typically a classier high end. Well, and that's the thing is I'm not putting them on the same tier, but close to the same tier. I got high nooners, and then obviously long drinks takes the pedestal. Yeah, yeah, but because we have class are one B. Nooners are one B. Nooners, it's vodka and juice. We've got to keep it simple. I don't like this this seltzer shit. Don't get me wrong. If I mean, if I'm provided white claws, if I'm provided beverages, beverages will be devoured. Mm. But if I had a choice, guys, just I mean, just take a look. Eight and a half percent right here. Mm-hmm. They're great drinks. Great drinks. A little on the pricey side. That's why I don't drink them every day. They're a little too bougie for my lifestyle, but. If I'm going out for the weekend, if I'm going out golfing with the boys, there's only one thing that's getting stocked in the cooler, and that is the long drinks. That's the long drinks. Great for the course, especially. You don't get bloated from the beer. No. You don't feel like shit. They don't got too much sugar in them. Mm-mm. You can absolutely kill a pack of these. No problemo. As we did. As we did. Multiple <laughs> times, too. Multiple times, yes. Um, But uh, back to your little seltzer take right there. I was never a seltzer guy, but then I started to get into the Trulies, the, the black, specifically the black Truly game. But then I found out they gave me a absolute horrific fucking hangover. The sugar. The sugar, yes. The sugar. So, I, so I banged those big white claw kick right now. Huge white claw kick. I'll almost okay. I'll basically exclusively drink if we're getting specific. The variety pack number three. Number three. It's the one with the pineapple, mango, <clears throat> black cherry, and strawberry. And I, I still got the pineapple sitting on the counter. Those puppies bang. They bang. A and- white claw, a white claw goes down really smooth. For me at least. It, it does give me a little bit of the of, of the burps, though. Kind of kind of that beer action. It's a lot of it's a lot of bubbles in it. But uh but yeah, an absolute fantastic buy this week. This week for you in, in in long drinks, I uh, I love that. I'm riding with that. I mean, I'd love a I'd love a sponsor long drink if you're listening. This is the best beverage on the market, guys. Yep. Go get them. Go get them now. Bevmo, Total Wine and More, whatever your your store of choice is. Go get them. Go get them now. I can't do the. I I don't mind the White Claws, but I prefer these more just because the White Claws, the carbonation, I feel like just takes over the rest of the drink. Yeah, I do agree with that, and I do prefer a long drink over a White Claw, but if I'm going for a 12-pack at around the $20 mark, I'll take my White Claw rather than spend the almost $30 for in, I believe it's 8-pack. Eight eight pack. Uh, 20 bucks 20 for an 8-pack. Yeah. Of uh, the variety, of the variety. Variety, so yes. If you want to get absolutely hammered, you buy a variety pack, 
you drink those two eight and a halves and then you get through the rest, you'll be done. Yeah. Yep. You'll be done. But yeah, so I'm I'm buying long drinks heavy this week. Carter's selling shit movies with a terrible movie trailer that shows the best part of the movie, which I agree with. I mean yep. that cannot be happening in today's world. We wanna we want some suspense. We want some action. I wanna be I wanna look forward to seeing the movie rather than knowing what's going on what's before going I'm on? even there. Mm-hmm. Before I'm even there. So, I mean, with that being said, little let's get some week five predictions going on here. Week five. So, I have only four games this week. I didn't really like the uh, – I didn't really like – I mean, I like the slate as in the teams, but the spreads and the money lines were kind of just all over the place for me a little bit. Um, didn't really like them too much. There was a, a giant one in the, uh, the Bills – uh, playing the Steelers at like 14, 14 minus four, minus 14 for Buffalo. Yeah. Like, come on now. What are we doing? Yeah. We know we know the Steelers are hooking that, um, but I didn't want to touch it. Wasn't, wasn't well, going to touch it. So, so, and, and, and here's where, here's where it gets interesting is you do have Kenny Pickett starting for the Steelers. And it is in Buffalo. So, like, so I could see that game going very, very badly for the Steelers. Yes, yes, yes. But, um, yeah, do you want to rattle off a couple games and then I'll see what you got from there? Your, your, let's do your, your six favorite games this week. Six favorite games. I mean, I, I'm going to start with uh, the uh, two of the one and three, te- three and one teams in the NFL. I uh, got the London game kicking off early, Giants, Packers. I think honestly that this could be a, uh, quite a bit of a wild game. And this is where I played one of my hands. Oh, well, let's hear it. I have so the spread is the spread still at 8. The spread is at Green Bay minus 8. Yes. So I took the other side on the Giants to cover that. You're taking the Giants plus 8? Yes. London games tend to be a little weird and quirky. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And also, I saw that Jair Alexander might not play. So that's going to open up that back end of defense. And if fucking uh, Zappy could put up 20 uh, to keep it a three-score game against the fucking uh, the Packers in Lambeau, how can Daniel Jones not do the same exact thing in fucking London? Daniel Jones and Saquon, keep in mind, Saquon's having not a bad year so far nah, to get Saquon's started, really. Sa- Saquon's doing good. But, yeah, I um, I just I just looked at the spread, was like, ah, that's a it's a little too high for for a London game, I thought. So, yeah, I'm taking the Giants there. You're taking the eight. Giants to cover. Yep. I think I – hey, and that's – if, if they lose by a fucking touchdown, still winning. True. That's, that's how I thought about it. True. I, said, I love True. that eight number. Because they could still lose by a touchdown, field goal, whatever, and you're still winning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's gonna be. That's probably gonna be a game that I will be up for. Sadly, which means I just in football all day on Sunday. Oh, I was gonna say no chance of waking up for that game. But well, you know how my schedule is, so I'll probably be up yeah. anyway. Um, looking, looking. There's not really a lot. I mean. There's not a lot I love this. There's, week. there's not. I mean, Bengals Ravens might be a should be a good game. Didn't touch it. It'll no. be a good game, but I didn't touch it. It should be a good game. Eagles Cardinals. Eagles should go into Arizona and That's absolutely blow these guys out. Another one of my plays. There yeah. we go. You're hitting. Um, I think just straight up, 
Eagles just have the better team on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Facts. Um, they're going to win in the trenches, and the trenches is what really matters in football. Yeah. Um, even with everybody still with, with spreading it out, spreading out the defense, I think the trenches still win, still win this game. So I'm taking the Eagles at minus five. Is the line still five? The line is still five. I'm siding with you there. I'm taking the Eagles minus five. I'm not touching over under. That's disgusting at 49. I'm also going to take the Eagles money line. Okay. I'm two and two plays on that game. I think okay. the Eagles absolutely go in there and dominate the Cardinals. Hopefully yeah. it's a two XP weekend and uh, Kyler Murray just gets thrown around like a fucking rag doll. But yeah, I'm not, I got the Eagles at uh, to cover the spread and the money and uh, to take the money line. Well, the money line is kind of a can of corn. Like I think the Eagles will absolutely win that game. The spread yeah. is... The spread is the kind of questionable one, but I'm I'm riding with the Eagles. Yeah, oh, I believe the only only four no team in the league. Correct? They are the only undefeated team in the league right now. Yep. Um, and this I isn't going to be one of their losses. So no, I don't think so either. Um, I know you picked Cowboys Rams. No, did it, did it fucking touch it? But if Rams what, minus five and a half. If we do want to talk about that game, I'm scared. Why? Coop? No. The Rams got absolutely embarrassed on Monday Night Football by the Niners. I was in the house for it. They got absolutely embarrassed. Sean McVay got embarrassed. Matt Stafford got embarrassed. Cam Akers got embarrassed. Allen Robinson got embarrassed. The only one that did it something good was Higby and Cooper Cup. And that's all they were feeding the ball to. So I do, like I said before, I do like the Cowboys defense. But... Getting embarrassed like that on Monday night and then bouncing back and playing not the best team in the league, playing a, honestly just a middle-of-the-road type team is what I think the Cowboys are. Um, I I really I really do think it, – it is in SoFi. It's also. in L.A. Yeah, it is in L.A., and I didn't – I would have probably liked it more if it was in Jerry's world. But, yeah, I didn't touch it. Um, I think the Rams go in there and absolutely shove a dick up their ass. Um Maybe not a dick, maybe, maybe win by seven. So I didn't want to touch it, but, um, but yeah, I just see that being a Cowboys L it's, it's okay. a Cowboys L written, written all over it. Hate, hate to bet against the boys, but I'm not even betting on it in general, just hypothetically speaking. I can understand that, uh, which is uh, surprising after you may or may not have said I'm riding with the boys always. So, and, and that's where, that's where it's... the credibility needs to come in check. Cause I'm 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 take I'm taking the horseshoe this weekend. We might lose, but I, I I'm taking the horseshoe through and through. The line's only three and a half. We win this game. I am also riding with the horseshoe. Are the you riding is, with the shoe? The line is three and a half. I saw Randy Gregory's on the IR, and they're also I also saw Melvin Gordon might be on the uh might not be able to play this. Th- it's a Thursday game, correct? It's gonna it be is a, sh- a Thursday game. It's gonna be a short week. For both teams, but possibly starting this third string running back who, when I was watching the game, dropped probably six fucking can of corn balls out of the fucking uh, backfield. Oh, Melvin Gordon? No, not Melvin Gordon. It was, it's Boone or Booney or whatever the fuck. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, bro. just some random no, but I've never even heard of. Like, Even if, bro, Melvin Gordon has been playing like hot dog shit. Melvin Gordon. Hot dog shit. Dog shit. He was working out with Zeke. That's probably where he first fucked up in yeah. the offseason. Yeah. So yeah. 
I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm riding with the um I don't know if they're necessarily gonna win this game because it is in Denver, but I do like the uh the three and a half because even if they do lose by the late game field goal, which I could see it coming down the wire, um, I still win. So that, it was fine with me. I like I like the number. That was the first one I really looked at and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I like this number. I'll take it. I'm not taking a Colts money line or anything. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. fucking or the over, I'm not touching the 42 either, yeah. but Colts to cover that three and a half. I like, and then, uh, what, what else you got? You got money on Bears, Vikings, Chargers, Browns, Dolphins, Jets, the Monday night game, Monday night, Raiders, Chiefs. That's just gonna be, I don't even want to watch that game, bro. <laughs> the game's in fucking Arrowhead. Okay, that's where oh, we're it's off. done, it's done, it's dusted, write it off. Raiders are coming out of week five, one and four. It's done. The spread is at seven, I believe. It's done. It is at seven. Minus seven for Kansas shitty. Yeah. And the money line is also clearly in favor of the Chiefs. And I'm riding both with the Chiefs after an absolute beatdown against Tampa Bay last week. The Raiders just aren't, they don't have the hype like they had to start off the season. The Chiefs are still them. Yep. The I Chiefs see, are all the way back. I see Patrick Mahomes having another stellar fucking game against this uh, against this defense in the Raiders, which, I mean, they're not terrible, but they're not the best. They do have Max Crosby, which is he's pretty fucking good for a little white boy. Or not a little mm-hmm. white boy. He's a ginormous white boy. Absolute but, um, massive bat white boy, but still, I get but what yeah, you're saying. I, I'm, taking, I'm taking the Chiefs at minus seven. I think they, they probably win this game by ten, at, at least ten. And then I'm riding with the money line too. I took I took a lot of I took ah I I went two and two two dogs two favorites and but but the, the favorites I'm riding with them heavy on the yeah. money line and spread yeah so. and I can side with that I can side with that big time it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a banger of a week five man yeah. I really I mean it's uh, be a fantastic week five um I honestly. Like, I feel like we said about this about week four, too. Didn't really, we didn't really love the slate like we're looking at this one right now where we don't necessarily love it. But I don't like this slate at all. Yeah. But I think the NFL typically doesn't disappoint. This is where they catch you. It's the best reality show on earth right now. <laughs> it really is. And uh, it really is. Yeah. I mean, uh, to, to run it back over, Chiefs spread money line. Eagles spread money line, Giants spread, Colts spread. Okay. That's my that's my week five plays. Okay. Gonna be getting into the uh trenches a little bit this week with these games, man. It's gonna be a exciting week. I, mm. I, I could see I could see the Jets coming out hot and beating the Dolphins. Especially with uh, uh with Zachary. Is, is uh Bridgewater's definitely starting this week, right? Like they don't, yes. he didn't get hurt or yes, anything. Yes, and, yes, yes, yeah. yes. If they play Tua, there is a problem going on in Miami, and that franchise needs to be blown the fuck up. <laughs> in the franchise now, a bunch of bums for yep. putting fucking Tua back in. That was disgusting. Disgusting. Feels Absolutely good. disgusting. Um, that's all. That's all I got on my side, Bark. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Thank you to everybody who listened. Uh, yeah, guys, in in, uh, in our first episode, thank you everybody who's tuning in on this one. We we appreciate the love so much. It was actually a way bigger success than I think both of us thought it was oh going to be. Um, I, you can't even get like the love was felt 
insanely 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 we appreciate you guys a shit ton you guys mean a lot continue to keep listening we appreciate the feedback one more thing before we close this out i do want to address last week we may have said some things about the bills game with them not stopping the clock i think we mentioned singletary Hmm. i was corrected by a fan it was actually isaiah mckenzie who failed to run out of bound um so thank you to that listener I appreciate your comments. I appreciate your insight. We appreciate those comments. Got some shit in the chat. Bring it on. Come on now. Let us hear it. We're working on things. We're trying to get it started. We're trying to take take a sip sports all the way to the tippy top. We're going to the moon, baby. We're going to the moon. We're going to have some guests for you guys coming in here soon. You might not know them. You might know them. I don't really give a shit. It's entertaining to us um it's gonna be i mean i'm excited carter are, are we going to uh officially knock on the uh on the ninth here on sunday night i think we uh might have to do a little uh little not necessarily a live stream pod but uh, do a little game cast almost a game cast. eli that would be interesting type, wouldn't it? type situation on sunday night yeah. so stay tuned for that if uh you guys are still interested in us but keep rocking with us we love you guys. Yeah, man. Keep rocking. Keep rolling. We appreciate the love. We will see you guys next Monday, next Sunday night. We might do a little IG live for some questions. We'll see what goes on. But let's keep it cracking. Let's keep it sipping, boys. Keep sipping, baby. This is Take a Sip Sports. We out. <laughs>